Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up, Bucks fans? We are back. It is Monday. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Uh, and thank you guys for joining us for another live stream, Real Bucks Talk. I'm your host, Michael Plus. Join as always, Mark Ramirez. Mark, how has your holiday weekend gone so far? And Woo! <laughs> That's how it's been. <laughs> there no, you I, go. Hey, it's, it's Memorial Day. It's a day to celebrate and just remember everything. Remember all the, those that actually have put their lives in the line for you. It's not just to go out to the beach, get drunk kind of day, like, which a lot of people kind of think of it as, but it's not at all respect to all those who have served and everything very much appreciated. But yeah, it's been low key over here. And again, it's Casa de Ramirez. All we're doing is watching little baby grow. That's about it. Watching them grow, <laughs> get bigger and bigger. But other than that, I'm excited to actually talk some Buccaneer football. I mean, guys, get your questions in the chat. Let us know what's going to go on. But pretty much we're going to discuss the OTAs, everything's going on, the competitions are going on with these younger guys and the rookies. People talking about Joe Tryon when he hasn't even set foot on the field. It's just we're talking football. This is fun, exciting stuff for us. But how was your little break, and are you ready to talk some football? Yes, I am. I, I'm feeling great. I had a really good weekend. Uh watched um saw the the Quiet Place 2. I thought that was really good. And then I watched True Detective today and it's a really good show. So really into yeah, really into that. That's uh it's pretty good. So is it yeah, a Netflix football. show or what is that? Uh no, it's it's on HBO. Uh HBO Max. I, I watched it on there and uh just pretty cool. It's got Woody Harrelson and uh Matt Matthew McConaughey, so uh, first season yeah first season's uh pretty intense so yeah and uh quiet place was intense as well that's a tense movie um pretty good it was just like the the first one but i thought it was a little bit better there's a little bit more to it so uh but football that's why we're here talk some bucks. yeah bucks football and um yeah it, it is uh it's underway off-season training has has started you know, the Bucks and um, Tom Brady and his his guys are back at the facility, you know, after, you know, working away from the facility. Now they're working at one buck. So uh, a lot of good things. Uh, the rookies getting their reps in, you know, guys learning the playbook. So can't really complain right now. A lot, a lot of good things happening. 
Yeah, well, let's kind of touch on that. So the big mm-hmm. takeaway is all the rookies came in. I guess some people are amazed that Trask has an arm. I guess that was the big takeaway. He has no arm strength. Well, it is what it is. Well, let's let's kind of go over to Buccaneers.com and see what they were saying about our, I guess, newer additions and everything. So th- it's kind of cool. They did a day-by-day coverage of what happened at the, the workouts and everything. So a name you see a lot, Jalen Darden, continues to impress as much. Again, it's in shorts, but who cares? I mean, he's still showing he can do something, and he's showing the shiftiness, the route running, making missability, speed and space, stuff that you want to see over and over. I mean, again, this is a guy they traded up for. Again, fourth-round pick, Darden continues to press, blah, blah, blah. And so I guess touch on that. Touch on, I guess, Darden just getting his name mentioned over and over and over. You like it? Did you expect it? Yeah, Jalen, I, I think, is is doing what we – thought he was going to come in and do. I mean, obviously him in shorts is uh, definitely an advantage. He's a quick, fast guy. Um, you know, def- defensive backs really can't put his hands on him right now. So that is that is good to see that he is impressing, catching the football, being that punt slash kickoff return guy that we think he can be. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of good things. And, and guys, if um, we just completed our rookie draft class film studies, uh, so we have that all up on the channel right now. So if you haven't seen it, you know, be sure to, you know, subscribe to the the Real Bucks Talk YouTube channel and find all the rookies. Uh, we have all the film studies on them right now. Absolutely. And thank you yet again. Furu Kawab, 20 bucks. What's up, gangy? Hey, I, I love this stuff. I love getting to talk with you guys, interact with you guys. This is stuff. This is almost like or once a week kind of getaway, just talking Buccaneers, shooting the shit. It's fun. And always love seeing you guys in the chat, really getting to know you all through, I guess, text. But it's cool. It's always fun. Again, it's our one hour to have some fun. But uh, thank you for, for the super chat. Awesome as always. And Bud Cannibalist, which position do you think has the most competition? I think that fifth cornerback position. Uh, before we get to that, I wanted to touch one more thing about Darden. I think that's also a huge position of competition. They're going to give Darden every chance in the world to be the special team's ace of punt return, kick return. Still, you you don't just gift it to him. So there's going to be – that's a position where we don't have a solid starter right now, so everyone's going to be fighting for it. Again, it's Darden's to lose in my opinion. But uh, but Cannibalist about that fifth cornerback position, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that is – uh, a position of a lot of depth um and it's 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 going to be definitely a uh, a tough battle because you look at it you know obviously the first four are pretty much locked i think you have um you have carlton davis then you have sean murphy bunting jamel dean ross cockrell i think those guys are pretty much um staying and then yeah the fifth corner spot is up for grabs with herb miller you got um you know, Cameron, uh, Ken, Ken kindly, yeah. is it Ken? kindly or Kinley? Yeah. Yeah. Kinley. Yeah. And then, you know, you also have, um, some other guys that, you know, Chris Wilcox, they just drafted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of competition there. Uh, John, you know, I see John Franklin's name on there. That's interesting. Oh, I have him too. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to put him at corner? So, and then they brought in some veterans. You have like Nate Brooks, who's who's played, you know, some spots. And, you know, obviously they like um, Antonio Hamilton, but it looks like maybe they're putting, yeah, Antonio Hamilton is another guy from uh, Kansas City. 
So yeah, it, it's definitely a high competition and really it's going to come down to who can play the best on special teams. And, you know, when we're looking at, you know, a guy like Chris Wilcox, who we just put up a film study on, you know, he is, you know, special teams all the way. That's where they think he's going to thrive. It's really replacing Ryan Smith's spot. You know, that's what they're looking for. And, and maybe they can get a guy that can do both where he can play some corner and, and really play some good special teams. So her Miller showed he could play on the field, but now it's about, you know, can he do it special teams wise and be consistent there? Yeah. So it's funny. He took number 29 as well. <laughs> right. Chris Wilcox. He took, he took number 29 as well. Like his number. It's funny. Just taking over Ryan Smith. It's, just jump yeah. in, take his place. I mean, like we kind of touched on it. That was our last review of our rookie, I guess, coverage. Mm-hmm. He, he fits that length size speed kind of thing that they want at corner. Does he really have the fundamentals to be corner starting right now? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Again, he's a seventh round pick. He's going to come in and try and win the gunner position immediately. He has a, a, a big uphill battle. Let's be honest. I mean, Nate Brooks, Curtis Riley, these are, these are more experienced guys. And then you have Kinley, the Navy product. Who's he got a lot of good reviews in that rookie mini camp. So, and he's another bigger guy. He's like 6'2", 200-something pounds, too. So right. does he try and push him for it, too? I mean, just because you're drafted does not mean you're going to be gifted a position. I mean, it's the same thing of Grant Stewart. I know we're getting a lot of high praise of him right now, but, like, say Jack Sitchie is better on special teams. I think Grant Stewart's still going to be the dude. I mean, I, li- I like him a lot, too. He's like a fan favorite already. The hair, the attitude, the – never ending motor. I love, I love the dude, but I was just saying like, this is a very competitive squad. I mean, it's going to be hard fought to make this team. Yeah. I mean, you look at other positions like receiver, uh, offensive line there, there's a lot of competition there. You know, you know, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, those guys are fighting for, you know, more playing time. And then you have Jalen Darden, you know, fighting his spot with, you know, Jaden Mickens and, you know, these other receivers that they brought in, there's a lot of competition for not just making the team, but also practice squad spots. I mean, it's it's going to be very tough uh, all all the way around. Yeah, Raymond in the chat, my boy, said, I'm pretty stoked about the draft picks. Good combination of potential, production, and depth. Again, I think we really like Jalen Darden. I think it's no if ands, or buts about it. I like the potential of him being the, the guy catching the quick screen. I mean – Chris Godwin's been doing it in a good way. I think he could take it to another level. Like if you put Darden in there for a couple plays every now and then, disgusting. Or end arounds when you're expecting big receivers and all of a sudden this little darting Darden comes around the end. You don't even know where the hell he came from because he's five seven. You can't see him. Like I, I like the potential of that big time. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, I see people in the chat talking about Giovanni Bernard. I mean, that's another, you know, competitive spot at running back. We don't know if Gio is even going to be on the team, you know, because you have Keyshawn Vaughn, who's they feel like is taking that next step up. And maybe he is, you know, going to be a more important role, like have a, a bigger role on this team this year. So just remains to be seen that's why I'm, I'm very excited to have a preseason this this uh upcoming year 
which is nice, you know, just be able to see all these guys um, in action and see, you know, how the depth chart is going to come about. Uh, and it's, it's a good, um, a good place to be right now, as far as the Bucks roster. So a lot of competition really much everywhere. And that's what you want. You know, like you were saying, Farouk, obviously can't wait to see Giovanni. Uh, Gio will do what's asked of him. Hyped. He's on board. I mean, he is a pass catching running back. That's what, Brady loves, and I think that's where they kind of got for him there. Will he be the LaShawn McCoy kind of healthy scratch? Because, dude, if Keyshawn Vaughn takes a step up like Rojo did his second year, Giovanni's not going to see the field. I mean, just to be blatantly obvious, I mean, Keyshawn has fresh legs. He's a dog as well. Like, this dude grinds. I mean, he. I I hope he takes that next step so we can literally be like, holy crap, this is the guy that's going to take over eventually. Just he just takes it by storm and doesn't let go of it. I mean, Leonard Fournette, one-year deal. Ronald Jones on the last year of his contract. Is Keyshawn Vaughn primed to push to take eventually that, that starter role? We'll see. Uh, but also, Praj P is in the chat as well. But he's happy. Antonio Brown is back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Loaded official. Yeah, official Antonio Brown back, so... Yeah, I know he's happy about that. And yeah, Bucks fans should be happy. Again, it's uh you have so many weapons to choose from. It's it's really good for Tom Brady and company, the offense. And you know, it, it's gonna be exciting to see how this offense operates, you know, in the offseason going forward, training camp and, and preseason. And you know, do they take that next step um or really just continue where they left off and become more than what they were more dynamic and more efficient. Yeah. So a lot of you guys, you saw our rookie stuff, but we're going to eventually be t- coming out with all the highlights of the season. And I was going through a, a lot of the tape or pretty much all the highlights, but I, I went over all the games and there was a lot of missed opportunities. There were deep balls that were ready with throw. The guy was open. It was either they ran the wrong route. Brady thought he was going to go one way, went another Plenty of opportunities that were missed where we still scored damn near 30-something points a game with ease. Imagine if those hit. I mean, there's times where they just ran out of bounds, one foot out of bounds, one foot inbounds. Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, or just random little drops. Imagine if those hit. How easy is this offense if they start hitting? And you would expect that the second year around. Like everyone said, oh, Jameis, keep him. Second year, he's going to light it up. This is it. Well, what's going to happen now with Tom Brady's second year after a Super Bowl victory, second year under Bruce Arians' offense or Leftwich's offense? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, you have some that say, oh, they, they changed it up because it's now it's Brady's offense. No. There's still a lot of deep field shots all in there, all involved in there. Case in point, the Packers game. But, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And when you do look at the tape, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, missed opportunities, uh, just, just execution. It comes down to execution. And I, I felt like, you know, as the season went along, we saw that the execution got better. It got more efficient and effective. Um, and you saw that in the playoffs where they really took advantage of what their strengths were. The protections were better. Uh, really that's what it comes down to, you know, protecting Tom, uh, in the pocket, making sure he's got time to deliver and, and, you know, see where he needs to go with the football. And that happened often as the season went on, it got a lot better. Tom was just quicker with his decision-making 
And now, since he knows the offense, it could be very scary because he knows where to go in any type of situation now, especially with the weapons he has. He understands how to use them. Uh, He knows what their strengths are. So, yeah, it it could be uh, very dynamic. And and the way that they use Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and people forget half of those guys were hurt, you know, throughout the season. So, you know, Mike wasn't even healthy. Uh, Chris was hurt. So you have those guys healthy and you have a full season with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like our chances. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just a little bit. Right. (laughs) Uh, Let's keep going down the line about the OTA. So Mm -hmm. another big uh, thing that we kind of knew was going to happen, happen rookie inside linebacker, KG Britt has been getting the green dot duties for calling the defensive calls and alignments. Uh, This is something we kind of saw on on tape. He seemed like a heady type of player. He knew what the offense was doing, knew how to align people. I mean, if you saw, if you watch our film studies, you kind of know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you? What's your take with KJ Britt? I want to. I want to see and anxious to see him in preseason to see how he actually reacts because we didn't see much tape of him because of COVID, because of all this other crap. But what do you right. think? No, I mean, from the game that we we studied, you know, obviously he was uh, very intelligent. It seemed like he had his guys under control. He he knew where to put people and. He was definitely a general out there. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for KJ. I think he, he should be fine. Um, he's a smart player. And again, he, he knows what he can't and can't, you know, can and cannot do um, from, you know, playing with, you know, his type of style. He likes to get downhill um, sort of same player with Grant Stewart, you know, Grant, I think is a smart player, but you know, Grant is, he's just going to leave it all on the field, just like KJ does. It's, it's effort. And uh, it'll be fun to see them on special teams. I, I think they're going to be, you know, a couple of the leaders, especially in that group as far as tackles. Yeah. I mean, he's going to win somewhere. He, like BA said, he, he is a football player when you see him. Like I saw some of the pictures of him. The dude's kind of stout. I'll give him that. He, yeah. he looks that of a, a thick linebacker. I'll give him that. Uh, and then here's another big piece of news. Another one of our, Draft picks, former right tackle turned possibly center Robert Hainsey has been working with new Bucks offensive assistant, former NFL center AQ Shipley each day. Uh, that's pretty damn good coach to be learned from. I mean, he just recently stopped playing, <laughs> so it's pretty good one on one to be coached up with. Uh, what do you think about AQ Shipley looking at center, possibly all five offensive line positions? Yeah, uh, Hainsey, I, I think that is that is a good uh, transition for him. Obviously when we did the film study, we thought he was going to be, you know, in interior offensive lineman, you know, whether it be guard or center and uh, yeah, you know, versatility, the more you have it, I think it, it helps. Um, but obviously you want to find a position where you can really make a strength. And I think Hainsey would be a perfect fit at center. I think that's where, you know, ideally he, he would be best suited for. Yeah, I mean, smaller arms, just not lengthy. Put him inside. Either way, he's a technician. Have him learn. He's, he's not going to have to start right early on, so right. have him learn. Uh, let's get back to the chat. So everyone's talking about Geo. Uh, let's go. Raymond said Geo is part depth, part insurance, part upgrade over Shady. I agree. I agree with that. Agree with Yeah, true, true. Uh, Farouk Wab with a good question. Out of all the wide receivers, who do you see not making the cut? Like we know 
Well, I mean, you can pretty much just say everyone except Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, and Jalen Darden. I, I think those, and Antonio Brown, obviously. <laughs> um, so those, I think, are your, pretty much your locks. Um, everyone else is facing a very tough battle, um, whether it be Justin Watson, um, you know, Josh Pearson, you know, uh, Travis jo- uh, Johnson. I think that's another guy they like, but yeah, all those guys are really facing an uphill climb to uh, to make the team. And yeah. Jaden Mickens as well. I don't oh, he's not even on the team, is he? Didn't they cut him because of that off-field stuff? I think he's still on the roster. I don't think they've cut him yet, but obviously they don't show him here. Yeah. But, uh, uh, either way, that's six guys. Evans, yeah. Miller, Tyler Johnson, Chris Godwin, Trey Brown, Jalen Darden. I, do you keep seven? And you would think the seventh one would be a special teams – player but justin watson is that justifiable to keep him over say i guess chris wilcox and i don't know one of these guys down here that'll be uh, hey if he is that much of an ace you keep him but seven wideouts that's a lot I, I would think that's your six and justin watson's gonna have to be a one hell of a standout in special teams to make the roster yeah it's gonna be very tough because you know also you have to you have to know that you know, we're playing 17 games this year, so you're going to definitely want to keep extra guys at offensive line and defensive line just because of depth and injuries. Um, so keeping six receivers is already, you know, that's a lot, um, you know, and, and plus you're probably going to keep four running backs um, because of injury concerns and, you know, just the wear and tear. Uh, you'll have probably four tight ends, you know, so there's just a lot of things, you know. Do they keep two quarterbacks? You know that that's that remains to be seen. Probably not. They'll probably go with three. So it just yeah, <laughs> it just it, it it really just depends on you know positions and how how much better a certain player is over another. Um, yeah, I mean Raymond makes a good point. Watson could be on the practice squad. I could see that yeah. as a, a very good possibility. Um, a lot of these guys that you think should be on other teams, they they might make it to the practice squad. You look at like Patrick O'Connor. Yeah. You look at like a Khalil Davis, you know, maybe they can sneak them on the practice squad. Um, so a lot of these guys, and then you look at the secondary, you know, Javon Hagen, is he going to be the four safety? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of battles there. And we already mentioned about the corners and, and then you have linebackers and how many linebackers do you keep, you know, outside linebackers? Do you keep a Kim Gill? You know, do you keep a guy like uh, Grant Stewart because of his special teams ace? So all that that comes into play. As we were talk, talking about this prior to the, the live stream, mm-hmm. we brought back Jack Sitchy. We, we forgot about Jack Sitchy. Yeah. So does Grant Stewart beat out Jack Sitchy? Right, younger, maybe not as injury prone as Jack Sitchy. Because either way, I mean, Devin White, Levante, you know where his shoe ends. Mm-hmm. Minter is usually the the backup. Does KJ Britt kind of push him through? Either way, that's four right there. If you keep those. Grant Stewart has to be a, an ace to make the team. Right. And Jack Sitchie, when healthy, is one hell of an ace. So it's it's there's competition everywhere. And then with that said, it's like there's gonna be guys that we try and put in their practice squad. They're easily maybe not starters, but they're strong contributors in other teams. Mm-hmm. And it it just is to the credit of light kind of making this roster this talented and guys wanting to stay. Like who the hell knew? Besides Prodge P that we're going to get Antonio Brown back. 
how 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 did he bring all these guys back to fit them into the the funny money of the salary cap? It's just crazy to me. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, no, it is, and you know that's why I always say like Thanos is more real than the salary cap. You know, that's just one of my sayings. It's like, yeah, I mean, you could go into the Marvel universe and and the salary cap could still be the bigger myth. It's just it's crazy, <laughs> how, you know how how these teams, you know, manipulate the salary cap and, and use it to their advantage. And, you know, the good teams continue to find ways to stay good. And, and that's what the bucks are doing right now. Yeah. So also guys, if you're in the chat or just on the live stream, give us a like down below, please help us out, help support the channel. I know you guys enjoy it. I love the banter back and forth, but it's two seconds. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now let's keep going. Uh, so. This is kind of funny. So the fact that we're actually talking about this. Um, un, undefeated. That's being brought up. Prosby, the confidence of going undefeated realistically. Mm. That's kind of something we've been touching on or I touched on. Plus, things is impossible. <laughs> and I mean, it is. It's really hard. But then Raymond kind of adds to it. You just can't underestimate the impact of TB12 has on, on, the, on this team. If it was another quarterback, even with the Super Bowl win, I'd be worried about the hangover. I agree. Mm. But to be honest, let me make this one quick point. The roster it is in itself, we'd have to beat ourselves multiple times before another team can beat us. Unless it's a really good team where they're already set and they're a playoff bound team. But I'm talking like these games like the Giants game mm. last year. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think the Giants are on the rise, but they were not a team that should have given us a challenge. And they did. It was a scare. We, we almost needed Antoine Winfield's flag, no flag to win the game. <laughs> so, I mean, either way, it's just so damn talented and so much more continuity this year. I, I think it's going to be really close to actually getting to that point. What do you think? Yeah, I, I and I wouldn't say it's impossible. Obviously, it, it's been done, um, and I think it, it, it can be done. Uh, the, you, you look at this roster, like you said, again, very talented roster. A lot of things have to go right, though. You know, you have to stay healthy um, and you have to you really have to change um, how how they attack. And and that's from a schematic standpoint, because we really can't do the same things we did last year because teams are going to, you know, they're going to have tape for that. They're going to be prepared for it. Uh, so we have to be smart in how we approach, you know, week in, week out. Uh, not saying we change everything, you know, obviously we're going to do it better and we're going to be more effective as far as our execution. So really in that sense, we should be better. Um, a lot of people were saying like the Super Bowl should happen this year, not last year. Yeah. It, it, it came a year early. So, um, hold on one second. I got to block somebody. <laughs> Let me do that. I got to block somebody. All right. There we go. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> sorry, I had to, had to do it. That was unnecessary, but anyway, you know, like I was saying, it's definitely possible, you know, Tom Brady and, you know, having him and, and being healthy with all the weapons that we do have an offense, having an OJ Howard, hopefully for a full season, pray, pray to God, pray to Jesus. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, and then you look at the defense, which I think is really the, the strength of the team. And a lot of people don't look at our defense as being 
as strong as it is, but it's really strong. I mean, you just held the Chiefs to nine points in the yeah. Super Bowl. It's a really good defense, especially when you got Vita Vea in there in the middle, and hopefully he stays healthy. And so, bottom line overall, long winded uh, talk there, but the, yeah, this team's really, really, really good. And yeah, anything is possible. And I guess that was going on because I guess Prosh P said, cute. That Mahomes says he wants to go undefeated. He knows he won't catch Brady, and that would be the only stat. It would be up one on Brady, but it ain't happening. Bucks go undefeated. That's probably why. I and then the next question came up. Mm-hmm. Here it is, Drew Kwab. Would you rather have a three peat or one undefeated season? I want both or all three. Forgive me. <laughs> I think anything is possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Chris over here says injury possibility and resting players will keep us away from that. And very true, very logical points. Yeah. It's it's hard. I mean, it's it's a, a sport where everyone's running into each other, yeah. trying to almost trying to inflict pain. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's it's, it's very tough because and, and Chris makes a good point. Like once you get to that, you know, 15 and 0, 16 and 0, you, you know, and you already have like the number one seed locked up, you know, like it doesn't make a lot of sense to put your your guys at risk, you know, obviously you want to keep the rhythm going. Um, you want to keep that, you know, continuation of execution at a very high level. Uh, that kind of cost the bucks, I believe back in the, the Oh seven playoffs when, you know, John Gruden decided to rest some guys and we kind of lost our rhythm. And then we faced the giants that in that wildcard game and got our asses kicked. Uh, so, you know, there's always, you know, it's that 2020 hindsight, you know, do you rest or do you continue to play? You know, the Colts, I think the Colts had this situation. They were on a, weren't they like close to being Manning. what with Manning, Wayne and Harrison that way back then. Yeah. I believe they had a chance to go undefeated. They decided to rest some players and I think it actually benefited, benefited them and they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year against the bears. Uh, then obviously the Patriots, you know, they came so close. Yeah. So I, I understand the drive from where Brady's coming from. He wants to get that perfect season because he had it right there in his hands and just couldn't beat the Giants in that game. Yeah, he's not gonna have to face the Giants in the in the Super Bowl this year, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but new to the chat, love seeing it. Jonathan Stone thank he says, Imagine Brady and our weapons and a no huddle this year. And thank you very much for the super chat. We are very much appreciative. And yeah, again, welcome to the chat. Plus, I'll let you take it. Yeah, no huddle. I, I Yeah, I think that's something we're going to see as well. Uh, again, we couldn't really do it a lot last year because we we're still learning everything. I mean, Brady was looking at his at his wrist so many times because he didn't yeah. know he didn't know the plays. And uh, so now he knows the playbooks. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't know what down it is. And, you know, he was just pretty much free freelancing out there for a long time. Uh, so, and then the bye week came and everybody was saved. So yeah, no huddle, I think would be very fun. Uh, you could definitely see that, uh, this year just to mess with teams and get them off rhythm and take advantage of your weapons. I mean, quick screen to Jalen Darden and maybe run a no huddle and, you know, throw a deep bomb to Scotty Miller or something like that. There's a lot of options that they have at their disposal. Because now think of it this way. Like he's mentioning, imagine how crazy this is. So, you know, Brady, he is, he already knows the ins and outs right now. Like he's the one probably telling Kyle Trask, this is how this offense works. Imagine him getting to the line, seeing it the way he sees it, 
he can literally be making just schemes with Leftwich on the sideline prior to going out there. Oh, I'm probably going to do it this way, this way. What other things could I add? Not necessarily thinking, oh, what, what am I supposed to do? It's more how many things can I do to dominate against this defense? I could run to the line. I can hike it myself, fake pass, draw. Just, I mean, there's so many options he has that it's just creativity all around. And then you don't know. Like, there's so many mismatches across the field. I mean, you have pretty much four number one options on other teams. And like Godwin, Evans, Gronk, and, and A.B. Mm-hmm. All four of those guys are number one. So it's crazy to think. So pick, the, pick, the, pick your poison on this, on offense. And if it's no huddle and you're having to cover that many good, talented players, then we can kind of shove them in and out. That's crazy. Yeah, I agree with you. It is insane. Last year we said the defense is probably going to carry us. The offense should be able to just outscore, to be honest. Like they're that talented and good. And imagine with that in a no huddle. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No, I was just going to say I agree. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, just the balance of our team. They should be able to, you know, help each other. Uh, consistently, whether it's the defense helping the offense, offense helping defense, special teams doing their part, it, it'll it'll be very complimentary football, and that's what makes us uh, very dangerous going into this year. Uh, because we really shouldn't see games like you said earlier. Uh, uh, you know, we shouldn't see games like the Giants or or the Bears from last year. You know, really, uh, you know, us beating ourselves. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and, and hopefully, the penalty issue I think is in the past. Uh, and obviously protecting the football, I think is, you know, that's just going to be a thing. That's like, that's what we do now. It's always going to pop up. I guarantee there's going to be a little stint throughout the season. Like Bruce Arians always says there's ebbs and flows for the right. season. There's going to be where they're going to probably think, oh, we're on top. We're Super Bowl champs. And they just look like an, a dud and somehow come away and skate. Because again, I I'd say it's such a stacked roster where it's going to be hard for them to, to lose games, right? Let alone win games. So I think there's going to be times where Brady is going to get light a fire in their ass, but like this shouldn't be. We're looking for, to be honest, there's rumblings of him saying an undefeated season. Mm. I think he's going to put that in their mind. Listen, let's prove to them that we're this damn good. Let's make it known forever what this team can be. You have Devin White as a leader on defense, Levante David. Those are two powerful guys that will light a fire in the defense. And then Brady, you know, who else is better on offense to light it up? So I, I don't think it's unrealistic to talk about it. Like, I know it's scary to mention because what, what if they do lose one game and all of a sudden, oh, they come crashing down because of one game. At the end of the day, you want to win the last game, but – I do like the entertaining aspect of going undefeated. And I hope it can come true. We'll see. Right. And, and you speak of Devin White. I just got to say, he is the fastest player <laughs> and probably on defense and maybe all of NFL. I mean, he's he's like Tyreek Hill fast. That, that's impressive, especially at his size. You, you can't, can't teach that. It, yeah, 250 running that? It's disgusting. It's Again, you know, watching his highlights, he's a he's damn missile on the field. Yeah. He's going to get 10 sacks this year. I mean, yeah. came close last year. I think he gets it. It's crazy. Yeah. Again, 
What if he takes another step up and his oh. coverage gets better? And he I gets think intercepted. Will. I mean, we saw it. Right? Like I, I was blown away, honestly, by how good he was in coverage in the playoffs. That Saints game and then the Chiefs, like, what the shit happened? <laughs> like he just said, What am I doing? Let me fix this part of my game. And just night and day different. Crazy. Ah, Devin White. Just keep proving them all wrong. And no one's even mentioning it. Like, I think I saw PFF had him as like the 25th ranked linebacker. 25th. That's funny. That's funny. We'll see. I think I think he's going to be one of those that are near the top about uh, defensive MB, MVP. Mm-hmm. He is that damn good. Defensive player of the year. Especially if he gets 10 sacks, 5 to 6 interceptions, 100 tackles. It's hard not to put him in that that running. Ah, let's keep going in the chat. Love this. Loud and proud guys. I love it. Oh, so Kwab, I see OJ breaking out this season. Do you see that? I hope so. I mean, I'm I'm ready for it. We need we need OJ Howard to be what everyone expected him to be and it, it seemed like he was on his way. Uh definitely on his way to to breaking out last year. So just got to stay healthy, man. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I agree with that sentiment. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got the talent. He's got the playmaking ability. Stay healthy. Stay. But that's that's what ruins careers. Look at Justin Evans. Look at Kendall Beckwith. Injuries can bring you down that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, will our defense come out the gate able to shut Dallas down? Charles Scott, nice to see you in the chat. Yeah, that's a great question. It, it's going to be a fun matchup, that opener. Um and obviously, I, I think that would probably be the the scariest game as far as us going undefeated, um, because again, you're you're getting back into the swing of things. Week one matchups are always the toughest, um, and you always have those upsets that you don't expect. So, should be a fun matchup, you know, going up against their their team and and Dak Prescott obviously coming back. Uh, defensively, we should be able to score on them uh because they just they don't have many people on defense uh, a lot of youth back there in the secondary so we should be able to dominate in that fashion and you know obviously we have to block demarcus lawrence and uh other than that i think we should be okay though but fun matchup for sure could be I mean, a shootout could be a shootout I, but again I, their offensive line has been like eh, so you know our defensive line should be able to get pressure on Dak prescott Stop Zeke, make him one-dimensional, and then Dak Prescott first came back after yeah. one hell of an ankle injury. Holy hell! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. a lot of blitzing. So blitz all night. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do have every offensive weapon known to man. To be honest, there are three wide very, receivers too. Yeah, so. very talented receivers: Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup, and then they obviously had uh, C.D. Lamb. So. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of good good receivers there. Well, to me, I'm saying looking more at that Rams game. Mm-hmm. Games the one that scares me. Yeah, I, I mean, my thought is just it's that first game. You know, not everyone's at yeah. their best. Um, so obviously, you have some opportunity for upsets. Um, and you know, you look at last year, our first loss was Week One against the Saints. We obviously we weren't ready. Um, but now, you know, going into this season, we could have that chance to to start on fire, you know, have that right. opportunity uh, to uh, to get that fast start. 
And let's not all get a big head. I know we're talking an undefeated season. Let's just start winning. Yeah. Right? I mean, let's get one first. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're looking a long time away too. Yeah, we're looking for consistency. Uh, and that's something you can expect from you know Brady and, and Bruce Arians led team. And yeah, and really right now we just gotta stay healthy. That's the key. Get through training camp, get through preseason yeah. and really, you know, get your identity going again. This is a good question or a good statement here. Vortex. He said, our coverage wasn't great last year. Definitely should improve this year. So, I mean, I'm thinking he's talking about SMB. Sometimes he literally would be abused. I think he was injured, just not fully healthy out there running. I think Todd Bowles even said it during the recently saying how some guys learned how to play through injuries. I think that's the dude he was talking about. Uh, Jamel Dean at times, you're like, what the hell's going on? Come on. Turn it on. The only consistent player was my dude, Carlton Davis. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our secondary covers, he says, should improve this year. Do you think it will improve to that that point? Like to a point where well, we're consistent? Well, I think, again, it, it's all about the front seven. So if you have, you know, Vita Vea in place, the secondary is going to be good because that, that pocket is going to be pushed all, all the time. Uh, so really, you know, when, when Vita went out, we saw where the secondary issues started coming about. Um, but yeah, those players individually, they should be better. I think the roles are more dev- defined. And you have Antoine Winfield, who's going to be even better. Um, and then, you know, Jordan Whitehead, if he can be healthy, you know, you, and Mike Edwards, you know, the rotation of the, those three, I think it's definitely going to be more improved. I, I, and I think guys just understand the defense. I think it, it clicked, um, especially late after the bye, you know, un, guys knowing where they were supposed to be at all times. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the secondary should be, I think, fine because guys are going to be doing their jobs. And then also the linebackers, I think, in coverage. We talked about Devin White knowing where he's supposed to be. That's going to help your secondary. Yeah. And again, it's the rookie Antoine Winfield, now second year player. I think he's going to take a massive step forward. I so honestly think, I think he's going to be one of those guys you're like, holy hell, now he's becoming almost a star, so to speak. But uh, I guess I butchered this. They were wanting to know special teams coverage. Text. Mm-hmm. So, Special teams, yeah, there was an area where we weren't that good. Ira Kaufman always touched on it with B.A. prior to the Saints game, saying they always had our number. B.A. kind of laughed at it, but then they did have our number, like every damn game. Special teams would have a big return or something. So do you think we're going to improve in that? Yeah, no, I, I think we will. I think we've gotten faster. I think we've added you know, good speed to the team. Uh, and you know, special teams coverage – I think should be improved. It's, you know, it definitely needs to be better, more consistent. You know, the punter, Bradley Pinion, I think can be better. Uh, so yeah, all those things go into it. Um, the return game, I think should be improved, hopefully with, you know, the addition of Jalen Darden and, you know, the guys that we have to be gunners, I, I think is um, a good group. So yeah, I, I expect it to be better. To me, the, uh... I think the gunner situation was big because there was a time where was Ryan Smith hurt? Or was he out because of suspension? I think he was out because of suspension. Right. And yeah. We did not look good at all on coverage when he was not there. Right. And like you'd always see him. You wouldn't see the other gunner. And I, I'm assuming the other gunner was Justin Watson every time. And I'm like, 
they talk about him like he's some big ace, but I'm like, I never really saw him make many big plays on special teams, if I can remember. Mm-hmm. So who does win those gunner positions? I mean, when Keith Armstrong was asked that question, he mentioned all the cornerbacks. He didn't really mention Jay Watt. <laughs> right. Uh, I know the team likes Justin Watson a lot, but I mean, I th- honestly think you're going to see two new gunners mm-hmm. and yeah, they said they wanted to get bigger, faster, and special teams. I think KG Britt will be playing that. Grant Stewart, if he makes a team, would be a huge contributor to that. I just get guys that are willing to fly to the ball, and I think those are them. We just got to see it. That's why preseason is going to be huge. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I, I think you know having you know Kevin Mentor and, and obviously KJ Britt, and then you know having guys like. Um, you know, Ross Crockroll and, you know, even Sean Murphy Bunting and Jamel Dean, those guys are going to play some special teams. And, and you have Chris Wilcox, you know, I, who I think can be what they're looking for, you know, obviously. Uh, and then you look at the the safety group with Javon Hagen uh, as another guy, Mike Edwards, yeah. you know, all those guys are going to play special teams. And, you know, even Jordan Whitehead, he, he loves special teams. He's out there a lot. So, yeah, I think they have the right mix of group, you know, mix of guys, and even Joe Tryon, you know, Joe Tryon playing special teams. I think that's going to be really awesome because getting his athleticism out there that that's pretty special. You know, have guys like that, so should be good. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Joe Tryon. So, like, we we didn't mention him in the takeaways over here, but it's because yeah, he's not practicing; he's still recovering from that knee, it's minor injury that he had. They got scoped out, but. Again, he's a physical specimen. He's great to look at. Yeah. I jacked, tall, tall, dark, and handsome, I guess they, they call him. <laughs> but he when once you see him on the field, like we've seen you've seen our film studies of him. He he has a lot that he can bring to the team. And not just in pass rush, he can drop back, he can do it all. Again, another area of preseason I would love to see. And just more competition, like, like like you mentioned earlier. So, Joe Tryon, yes, our first round pick. All you could see him was in shorts and sitting watching. But either way, I'm anxious. I am anxious. And then some more, I guess, love for Jay Watt over here. Thought it was just an out route Watson, Justin <laughs> Six Watson, yeah. man Rob Dunlap in the chat. It's yeah, I I don't. Fans don't like Justin Watson. I think the Bucks really do like him because he, he sticks around a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick over here is Jordan going to be our return man? Yeah, I mean, right now he he is the favorite, uh, but yeah, it just remains to be seen. Uh, and Justin Watson, you know, I think it's just his time has probably run his course. Um, and if he does get an opportunity elsewhere, you know, I, I think that'd be really good for him. It just it feels like it's that time for a change of scenery for him, uh, whether. But again, he could surprise us. Like you said, he finds a way to stick. And if he is really good on special teams, maybe he, you know, makes the team. Yeah. Well, let, let's see. I, I think everyone knows our stance on Jay Watt, but we'll see. Jack, thank you very damn much for the super sticker. You're always involved. Love it. I see you in the comments all the time. Love it. Always involved. Yes. yes. Thank you, Jack. Uh, let's go, Charles. Charles, you're back. Could try and push or replace split time with Will Golston. What you think? Uh, I don't know about with Will Golston. You know, obviously Will is going to be playing more 
you know, five tech, he's going to have his hand in the ground uh, more play, you know, playing more of that him and Anthony Nelson. I think that is where you want to see maybe someone push Will Golston. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where Nelson's spot is going to really shape up or, or take place. He's going to be that more, th- you know, inside type of player, not standing up as much because of the addition of Joe Tryon. Tryon's going to be that outside linebacker guy that stands up on the edge and, and really play behind JPP and, and Shaq Barrett. Yeah, I agree with that sentiment. I mean, Tryon can go move inside right. at times, but on passing downs, you wouldn't want to consistently see him in there. It's just play them to their strengths. Like JVP goes inside. Does he do it consistently? No, he does it on third downs or times where we need to get after the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I, I agree with you. It's just, well, Golson, he hasn't been a mainstay. Like there's been a lot of times where teams just cannot run against us, not just because of Vita Vea, but because Golson and Sue are sitting there just blocking the line. There's nowhere to go. And they just, leaves holes, like you were saying, the front seven, just to attack and fire at, at all cannons, like at all cylinders at the, the quarterback or the ball carrier. I love it. I can't. Mm-hmm. Guys, like the front seven on the Buccaneers is insane. Like just yeah. when you worry about our coverage, plus set it, Vita Vea makes it. We mentioned this last year, in the beginning of the year, when we did our film study on him. Vita Vea is the beginning and end of, of our defense. Literally, when he's out, it's a total different team. When he came back, we're like, hell yes. It's like, this is it. It's going to be dangerous. He's a whole other animal. Stay healthy. That's all we're going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, he had a question. I wouldn't rule out Procise as a return guy if he can make the roster on special teams. I mean, that's yeah, CJ for us, right? Yeah, sorry about the running back, CJ. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's another uphill climb uh, for him. He's going to really have to do something special <laughs> in the preseason uh, to make the team. So, Oh, this is funny. When's the next backyard? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Backyard show. edition. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure on that one. Usually we save those for, you know, special occasions. Obviously, you know, for the playoffs, you know, coming up this year, you know, hopefully we can do more of those. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do anything like maybe in – before the season starts, maybe we can do one for, you know, maybe a preseason game or, you know, something along those lines. I don't know. It's just so damn hot. It was yeah. so cold outside. We, we could actually take it. Right. It's cold. There was no flies. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But now it's, it's so damn hot over here. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. It'll we'll see. Be, yeah. It'd be tough during, especially the early months. Um, so yeah, maybe we can find a way to to make it happen. Maybe, you know, since the last preseason games on the on the road, maybe we can do something for that. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. You know, preview. You know, the upcoming roster. I don't know. We'll we'll think of something. Could be in the cards, right? Could be there. Oh uh, yeah, vortex. We kind of touched on that. We're bringing Drew Tryon in for third and longs. Agreed. Uh, oh, so. Where is this? Raymond. Bottom line, this year the Bucks will cut some players that will be snatched up with the quickness. Yeah, I, we touched on that as well. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a good question. Vortex said, do you know do you know how <clears throat> the tryout running back Pope looked? That's a little stocky guy. Mm. Uh, Tremaine, yeah, Tremaine Pope. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he's on the team uh, right now. So, 
you know, obviously he made some type of impression. Uh, I'm not sure really how he's looked. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's another guy to, to look out for. So I looked him up when it was, yeah, he played on the chargers. He, he, he's almost like our Tanner Hudson. He kind of showed out in preseason a lot. It's just kind of hard to make the roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, another battle, another, I mean, four running backs deep right now, add him to the competition. Again, iron sharpens iron. Is he going to make the team? Most likely not. There's just way too much talent in front of him and just talent and just, uh, what's it called? Experience. So it's, it's kind of hard to knock all those guys out of the way. And then you invested a third round pick in Keyshawn Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And he's, and he's progressing. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, let's see. Agree. But if he has a beast, love to have him for full season. He's a main cog to main make our defense dominant. Yeah. It, it truly is the, the reason about why this defense goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, my man, he made it. Danny Danilo. What up, man? What player on offense and defense, not TV 12, will be the biggest positive factor this year? I got Bernard and AB on offense, Shaq White on defense. What you think about that? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with uh, OJ Howard on offense and on defense. Uh, I'm going to go Levante David. So. I like your pick of OJ Howard. I damn. I agree with you that on defense. I'm going to go Antoine Winfield. Again, I'm sticking to it. I think he's going to take that other massive step forward. Right. And those heady plays where he was almost there, he's going to pick them off this time. Especially if the front seven stays healthy. The things that dude can do, he, mm-hmm. as a rookie, he was all over the field. Imagine now he knows a step more this way, I'm going to get my hand on that ball. Be prepared. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, Charles, again, I think AB will lead the team in receiving yards. Wow. Really? Mm. Over Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Well, I mean, he's going to have a lot of. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have a lot of one on one opportunities. Uh, So, yeah, there's definitely a possibility for that. Um, And, you know, the chemistry continues to grow between him and Brady. Yeah, I think it's, you know, any of that is a possibility. You could have all, you know, any any one of those guys could lead the team in receiving yards. Um, you know, Mike's going to get his, you know, Godwin's going to be a factor. So I don't know about leading the team in receiving yards, but I think all of them will be very productive. And, and don't forget about Scotty Miller. You know, just Scotty, he, he's so underrated. And his ability to get one-on-ones and, and get touchdowns too, you know, that he could be right there. Yeah, I like how everyone in the chat is saying they're two guys too. Rob Dunlap said Godwin and Vita Vea. Godwin offense, Vita Vea and defense. Mm-hmm. German English, Mike Evans offense, Devin White defense. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. I'll say that right there. I mean, yeah. Like I, I, I have Mike Evans highlight video ready on deck to go out. So if you guys, whoever shows up the chat or the live stream, you know who's coming out. So be prepared. <laughs> uh, the dude's real. There's a reason why he's so damn consistent. He's yeah. always been thousand yard seasons. Again, I that's why he probably will lead the, the team in receiving yards again. He's too big. He's too physical. He's smart. He's a tremendous route runner. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I still can't believe that he doesn't get mentioned top five receiver in the league. Insane. 
Uh, but uh, talking about the receiving yards, I almost think we have too many good receivers. I was going to almost say like we possibly could have three guys over a thousand yards. I don't know if that's ever been done. I think there's always been two, but I don't know if there's been three. Yeah. It yeah, is possible. Yeah, no, no, definitely possible. Yeah. I could see that where it could be that balanced and, you know, especially with the, the execution and the offense being where it is. Uh, I will throw out a wild card name for, you know, productive offensive player. I'm going to say Donovan Smith. I think Donovan, <laughs> I, I think he's going to turn the corner and I think he's going to gain a fan, a fan base and, and a positive one. I just dropped out. <laughs> I'm joking. I know, I know. I know. But I, I'm saying Donovan, I, I think he, he played really well in the second half of the season. And I think he's going to really continue to just get better. I hope. I, I think he his level of play is good enough. I'm not gonna, never going to say he's Pro Bowl material. Yeah, like he's good enough. He's he's consistent. I just I yeah. think he's going to continually just be that guy that we can count on, um, especially at the left tackle spot. I, I agree with that sentiment a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's that's what people think of when they think of Donovan Smith. Him falling. We did a film study on him. Last year, it was funny. Like, I put all the bad stuff first. People thought it was going to be a, talking bad about him the whole time. But no, it, like, our what we saw came to fruition. A little bit of bad, but he's consistently doing the right stuff over 60-something plays a game. And that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Offensive linemen to win majority of the time. Uh, we're going to need him to, bless. <laughs> yeah, and he did. He did in the playoffs. He, he stood up when, it, when, it, when he needed him most. So... Mm-hmm. What's wrong? There's only been five teams in NFL history with three and a thousand yard receivers. Would be pretty special. Hmm. So I mean, I was going to add to this. That's crazy. That's that high. Um, we almost have too many good receivers to have three hit it. Yeah. Because possibly one, maybe two would do it. But still, you're having to feed Gronk, AB, Evans, mm-hmm. Godwin, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Cambrate. A lot of mouths to feed. I mean, no, none of them surprisingly ask for the ball consistently. It's crazy. That many, especially Antonio Brown. Let's see what a full year of him sitting there, maybe not getting the numbers he's used to, 1,800 yards a damn season. But we'll see. We'll see how what happens. Does Brady truly keep them all thinking eye on the prize? It's crazy. Uh, let's switch it to running game. Let's get Rojo to 1,000 yards. Yeah, I mean, that that could be where it could be balanced, too. You know, you could have Leonard Fournette, you know, have, you know, five to 700 yards, and you could have Rojo with, you know, 700 or 800 yards like that. It just depends on how the how the flow of the, uh, the games are going to be going. I could see it where we're running the ball a lot in the second half because we have, you know, a two-score lead or, or, you know, something like that where we're just running the football to win games. Um, and that's where these guys get a lot of their yards. So, yeah, definitely possible uh, for Rojo. He was so close last year. I thought he should have got it. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it just didn't happen. Well, then he missed two games because of COVID, too. So if he was if he was playing the whole season, he would have he would have had it. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's very much possible. Rojo getting a thousand. Considering if he has one game like he'd had <laughs> against the Panthers that – almost 200 yard game. Mm-hmm. 
it is very possible because people are going to be scared thinking, oh, it's going to be all these weapons. There's going to be 20 yard chunks. He's going to be able to get consistently. I think because this, this offense will be firing left and right. So it very much could be possible. I like this by Furukawa. I think Mike Edwards will be a lot better and earn more snaps. He did last year too. So what's your take? Yeah, I think Mike, I think yeah. Mike will be, uh, Definitely more consistent. I think he'll be improved. So, yeah. All right, well, uh, let's let's do one more because it's getting near the end. Uh, Bart Campbell, Winston did throw for five thousand yards. Just saying, could definitely happen with Brady. What do you think? Yeah, I could see. I mean, Brady threw what forty touchdowns last year. So, I mean, I could I could definitely see him you know, reach that 5,000 mark and you have 17 games. So the stats are going to be more, I think even more crazy. You're going to have more passers with 5,000 yards on a regular basis. So yeah, I wouldn't put that out, out of the realm. That's sad too. Cause I mean, breeze has all those records right now. Now mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of more skewed numbers. Yeah. Here. And that, that plays to your point of three, 1000 yard receivers. I think it's definitely more possible now. That is true. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's a numbers league, and there's going to be a lot of numbers thrown around. Let's be crazy honest. stats. I mean, you're going to see two thousand yard rushers too, like more often. I mean, Derrick Henry, I think, could get it more consistently now. You know, so it's going to be fun, fun to see. It's an offensive league, that's for sure. They play to it. I mean, that's, that's yep. what gets you to turn on the TV and watch, right? Yep. All right. Other than that, guys, thank you for the show. We're always here every Monday, nine p.m. Eastern time. I love the chat. I love all y'all getting involved, seeing new names in there. Always fun. And yeah, catch us every Monday. Plus take us out. Yeah, guys. uh, Like Mark said, again, appreciate you all joining us. Uh, Give us the likes and the subscriptions. If you haven't subscribed, be sure to do so. There's a lot of great content on real bucks talk. Uh, We have all the rookie class film studies done. Now we're going to get into last year's team and and really break it down. So it's going to be Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Godwin, et cetera, defense. We're going to, you know, break it all down of Shaq Barrett, JPP, how these guys work. So a lot more to come. Uh, So thank you guys for, you know, staying and and tune with us and, and, and just being uh, a part of what we have coming uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, So we're really excited about it. And with that said, Everyone have a great night and go Bucks.